Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today, for reading the gospel, we are studying the testimony of John. John chapter 1, verse 19 through 34. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? And he said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing, if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one, one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, this is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came, baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you, you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Such a powerful witness. Yes, it is. And so John here is being asked, asked questions. Uh, who are you? Um, and and asked basically shares his testimony. So it's very important to know our identity, yeah. to know who we are. And uh, I want to share a story. It happened in Amsterdam at the first World Evangelism Conference uh, organized and chaired by Billy Graham, uh, the great American evangelist. And it was a question and answer session when someone from the back of the room ask Billy Graham point blank, if you were not white and if you were not American, who would you be today? And Billy Graham paused for a while, thought, looked down, and after that looked that guy into his eyes and quoting the Apostle Paul said, I am who I am by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. It was silence for a couple of minutes, and eventually everyone started applauding. Yeah. Knowing who you are and who made you to be who you are is very important in life. Yeah, because 
John has been given a miss- mission. He he has some form of contact with God that God tells him the one when you see the dove descending, you know that this mm-hmm. is the one who comes to baptize. Mm-hmm. But most of us don't have that special unique message spoken to us uh, in some form and, and so we think that well I don't know my unique message but there is a message spoken to us yeah from God you might not know your specific mission in life or calling mm-hmm. but there is a general one that every Christian knows mm-hmm. we are called to become sons and daughters of God yeah we are called to represent God, to help the poor and the destitute. Just uh, read the parable of the final judgment in Matthew chapter 25. We are called to share what we have, if you have two uh, shirts or two uh, coats. There is a general uh, invitation that gives us a kind of general mission and general identity. We're also called to make disciples. That's Absolutely, yeah. it's for everyone. Um, so, so yeah, like you said, there there are these general Christian principles that every Christian, every follower of God, is called to do, mm-hmm. and and they don't need a contract from God or a direct message from uh, voice spoken out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. because we have it already in the Word of God. And only while we'll fulfill that general mission, God might call us for a specific mission. Mm-hmm. And that specific mission might be to go to a remote place of this planet, might be to have a full-time job into the Christian ministry, or um, just might be to, you know, to spend your time and resources to uh, lead your neighbor to, to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems that when God calls us into a specific ministry, we've already been working in the general ministry. Yes, yes. Um, it's not like we're, we're not doing what God's already asked us to do when he comes along and says, mm-hmm. here's something specific. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what I like about this story is the fact that uh, John did not covet someone else's ministry mm-hmm. or title mm-hmm. or reputation. He was very clear, I am not the Messiah. I am not the prophet about whom Moses spoke. I am not the Elijah which was prophesied in the last book of the Old Testament. The prophet uh, uh, Elijah will come back before the Mm -hmm. uh, coming of the Lord. He said very clear, I know who I am. I know who called me to, to be who I am. I am the voice as describing the prophet Isaiah to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. That is the first coming, Jesus Christ coming as Messiah. So what does this section tell us about God? Our God is a God of order, Mm -hmm. give gifts, and some gifts are specific, some are general. Mm -hmm. God has a clear plan in building his ministry. Each step is planned in advance. That was the preparation step Uh, The next was planting the seed. The next was uh, collecting the harvest. As I read through this, I see God who is willing to to work with with humanity. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he could have sent angels Mm -hmm. to prepare the way for for Jesus Mm -hmm. to come. Mm -hmm. 
but he didn't. He used John and he used uh, other Bible writers to do this. Absolutely. And even though they weren't perfect. And something else that we learn about Jesus from this story, and this is the essence of the gospel, Jesus is the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. When John said, this is the Lamb of God, everyone knew the meaning of this concept in the sanctuary service, in God's economy of salvation as entrusted and encoded in symbols to the people of Israel. The Lamb was the core of the whole sanctuary service. Yeah. The Lamb was the, the substitute for us. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, mm -hmm. that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, so every single one of us has a death sentence. And we have the option to have Christ's death count for the death that, that we owe, um, the death sentence that we are, are guilty of. And, and so Christ the Lamb becomes the substitute. Mm -hmm. um, and His death is substitutionary. He died in place of us. And I like to emphasize, uh, to build on what you just said, that this light motive of lamb is thrown the Bible mm -hmm. from the Garden of Eden, where the sac first sacrifices were uh, made in order to, you know, have that skin as mm -hmm. a cover, representing the, you know, the righteousness of Christ, all the way through Abraham, when instead of his son, it was a ram brought as a sacrifice. Yeah. Same way, all the way to the prophet Isaiah, uh, the lamb is a uh, golden thread throughout the Bible, all the way to the book of Revelation when Jesus yep. Christ is presented as the lamb coming out of the midst of the throne. Yeah. So what is this telling us? What's, what's God telling us in this section? Something unique that you cannot find in any other religion. Yeah that God is ready to sacrifice himself for our well-being to save us. Mm -hmm. There is no similar concept like this in uh, any other world religions. God is ready to pay a price to give his only son. And um, if we look at the big picture, God becomes human mm -hmm. to be able to die. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think the the closest narrative would be the the Greek gods um, like Hercules and things like that. But but that is abandonment. That's not this love. That mm -hmm. um, so so we see we see things that are similar but not the same. Not done out of love. Um, that God God loves us so much that He sent His Son to die. Mm -hmm. um, what are we gonna do? about this? Well, we are called to respond. Mm -hmm. Every time the gospel is being preached, the gospel of Jesus Christ, there is a call to action. Yeah. And sometimes is repent, like in Acts chapter 2, when Paul preached to different audiences, repent. Repent is pause. Uh, evaluate you know your spiritual reality and see what you are out of sync with versus the will of God and turn around yeah I was 
studying Matthew 13 with some uh, high schoolers this this week, and and they brought out this is the parable of the sower where the the seed falls on the different soils, um, and they brought out that the very first soil, uh, the person left because they did not understand uh, the word of God, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, it's our job to understand. Mm-hmm. That if we don't understand, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Don't just read something, be confused, and move on. Mm-hmm. And, and in this, um, it's our job to understand this, this gift that God gave us, mm-hmm. um, to understand the mission that we have, to understand who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's what, what I hear here, that, that we... It's not just, we can't just go through life just, oh, I'm waiting for something. We have to dig and mm-hmm. and search ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we'll see in the next episode when the next day John the Baptist repeated this testimony, this is the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, his disciples started following Jesus. Yeah. And that is the best response that we can yeah. emulate. So... Are we on the fourth question? Mm-hmm. I think we are. Okay, excuse me. How are we going to share this with others? For me, I, I think the best way to share is through our actions. Mm-hmm. And if we're humble, mm-hmm. if we're not claiming authority or titles that don't belong to us, don't belong to us, or even if we have titles. You know, technically, I could go by Doctor Void. I I have a doctorate, mm. but I never use that, mm-hmm. um, and you probably never hear me mention it again. Um, we we sometimes we don't need to take titles that we legitimately could claim. Mm-hmm. We can go out there and just be Josh or mm-hmm. Gabriel mm-hmm. Um, to other people and and be uh, a child of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Beautiful. Sharing without words, mm-hmm. our actions betray what we think about ourselves. Yeah. What is our identity deep in the heart? And uh, John the Baptist, living in the wilderness, coming at the right time when God called him to do, um, he went in front of everyone and specifically identified Jesus Christ. Plus, uh, he had a very clear identity about himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, let's pray. Father God, you have been very clear to us through your word. We do not need to wait for an upper room experience where the Holy Spirit comes on us or, or wait for words from, from out of nowhere Uh, to speak, to give us a command. You've given us the clear role of the Christian in the Bible Mm -hmm. to preach the good news, to comfort and care for the oppressed and the the sick and the less fortunate father, to make disciples and to get ready for the soon return of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that we will work with the knowledge that we have that we will not seek greatness or fame or glory, 
but that our greatest desire will be that you are glorified. Mm-hmm. Help us to be authentic. Amen. Help us to live the life we preach in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.